After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Down to Biscay. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, ran bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop in one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor after the All-Star break. Here is today's floor plan. I'm Ethan Skolnick. You can follow me at Ethan J. Skolnick at Five Reasons Sports. we got the birthday boy, Alex Toledo. You can follow the Tropical Blanket. We've got uh, Brady Hawk. You may have heard of him. You can follow him at Brady Hawk 305. And we got Greg Slavander. Who are you? We haven't seen you for a while. The floor plan tonight. This was a season in need of a moment, I thought. And it took until after the All-Star break, but you got it tonight. Um, all the fire, the emotion that sometimes has been missing from this team over the course of the season. It's been building a little bit. They were playing better entering the All-Star break. Obviously, they made some additions. But tonight, it all came out. and. There's a lot to unpack. Like we have some nights where we're like, what's the play of the night? What's the insurance by Lynette play of the night? We've got about 50 of them. I mean, we talked about some in the first half. There was the Jovic, uh, you know, there was the Jovic, uh, you know, pass as a starter and the lob. There was the Duncan block at the end of the game. There was, and we're going to talk a lot about BAM, right? There was uh, the BAM uh, turnaround jumper and pulling right into it. So many plays made by so many guys tonight. Uh, but obviously what everybody's going to be talking about, other than the injury to a core player, which we'll get into as we go forward, is the fight. And the way that the team responded to it during it and after it. And I'm going to start here because we'll get into that, the repercussions of it, short-term, long-term, who may miss time 
because I do think the league is going to look at this. It's a weekend, makes it a little bit of a different story. By the way, we'll take your comments because we're on live today and we'll put them up over the course of the show and respond to them later on. I do think the league will look at it, um, and there may be some other suspensions. We'll see. We'll see what the suspensions are. We're going to talk through that. But I'm going to start here uh, with the Rocky Sports Gamer of the Night because this moment is wasted if they blow the game. With all of the things that happened tonight, getting up big, 19 points, squandering the whole thing, ended up tied at the half, and then you know everything that happened after, if this guy – and we'll lead into it with Rocky Sports uh, Gamer of the Night, doesn't do what he did down the stretch, uh, this would be a much different postgame show. And now on Five on the Floor, it's time for the Gamer of the Night, sponsored by Rock Esports Center, the place to eat, drink, and play all day. Host your next birthday party with them. Located at 15305 South Dixie Highway in Palmetto Bay, they've got a 5,500-square-foot state-of-the-art center equipped with all the high-end power. Play all-day passes, available for just 25 bucks. but if you mention five reasons... It's just $20. So mention five reasons or five RSN. You get to play all day for $20. And now, the gamer of the night. You know how a captain responds to what happened between Jimmy Butler and Najee Marshall and all that? You respond the way that Bam Adebayo responded down the stretch of this game. 24 points, 7 rebounds. I don't even care about the stats. Uh, Greg, he made every play that needed to be made at the end of that game. He was kind of invisible in the first half. Mm-hmm. Talked about him coming out of the All-Star break slow last year also. That extended for a while, but he made every play. He made every play defensively. He covered up for some of Tyler's mistakes. We'll get into that a couple of times that he made things look better than maybe they should have. But just the decisiveness, the force, he took over the game. And we've seen him take over games before with Jimmy out. But there's more significance to this one, especially in light of the circumstances of the Boston game earlier where people felt he didn't step up tonight. He stepped up playoff like atmosphere. They get in a scuffle bams in the middle of it. So like, he's not shying away from any of that. And I like that. I like to see the team rally around each other. Shout out to Nico for getting in the middle of that. But, um, but bam, then he, he, did it on the basketball court. It wasn't just about like this scuffle and who's a tough guy. He actually translated that into plays, winning plays, a lot of stuff on the defensive end. You'd love to see it. Like this is the type of game, 11 of 18, the efficiency you need. Um, He got his rebounding total up after in the first half. I think he maybe only had one or two rebounds. So to get to seven is good. I just feel like he put his imprint on the game and that's what you need from a guy like him to step up, rally the troops, I hope that nothing becomes of him coming off the bench, and we'll talk about that a bit later. I don't know if he was one of the culprits there uh, and what we need to watch for there, but tonight he showed up. He um, complimented Jimmy. This is their best two guys. They went into a hostile environment in New Orleans and got a really impressive victory with some statement stuff going on considering the moments that took place. Brady, I'm, I'm going to transition to Jimmy, obviously, and he's a huge story. <laughs> and now we've got the clip of uh him egging on the crowd there uh this is the new tj warren warren moment Uh, he's had a bunch of these right the al the al horford timeout moment like there's Mm -hmm. new memes that are going to be created from this but uh, before we get to what jimmy was doing earlier and in the game which was significant i thought i thought this is the best he's looked all year 
coming out of the break. Um, and after what he's been going through emotionally, you didn't quite know what he was going to look like. He looked like that. It was an extension of the way that he was playing prior to the hiatus. But I just want to mention one more thing on Bam before we get to the specifics of Jimmy and the fight and all this. I think this matters a lot. Like, I think the fact that Jimmy um, gets into that situation, his teammates have his back. Jimmy was not on the floor in the Boston game for what happened with Duncan and all that. But this happens with Jimmy. Not, And then we talk about it. Not only does his teammates have his back, but Bam, the guy who's supposed to be carrying the flag of this franchise with Jimmy during this Jimmy era, this Jimmy run, gets them to the finish line tonight. He took up for his guy tonight in a significant way. He didn't shrink. So I just want you to get into some of the basketball stuff uh, on Bam, and then and then we should pivot a little bit to Jimmy as we go forward. Yeah, this is a – I mean, this is a tough game to talk basketball just because it was literally pure emotions. Like, it's – as much as there was things that Bam was doing and, you know, there was an uptick for him offensively, he started getting the ball in the mid-post a little more, he started letting the jumper fly a little more. But he was just playing off pure emotions. Like, you saw, like, the last time, and everybody dialed in on the fact that he didn't stick up for Duncan in that Boston game. He was in the mix today. Like, he was right in the mix. He was getting everybody – he was right in it with on the top of the emotions, and then when it, everything started to cool down, he got his guys in check, and he pretty much just settled everybody on the bench and came out, and he fired immediately. Like, the first play was bam in the middle of that floor, knocking down a jumper over the top, and it's like, okay, like you said it. This is what a captain does. Like, this is what he does at that point in the game. And as much as he was great offensively in that second half, I think that was the best game I've ever seen him play defensively. And we're talking about a guy that is probably the best defender in the league, obviously in our opinions, uh, but arguably, you know, the best defender in the league saying that was his best defensive game. Like, I'm serious when I say that, like the stuff he was doing at the start of that game with the way that he was kind of playing on the weak side and coming over for blocks, but he was kind of helping and, and kind of forcing misses for Zion around the rim. Uh, and then the oddball stuff, everything along the lines. Like, I just thought he was just everywhere defensively. Like he was even at the times when things weren't going his way. Uh, so he was big. He definitely deserves the gamer of the night. Jimmy, on the other hand, before all the chaos, before all the fighting and everything, as you said, looked great. <laughs> like he was absolutely clicking eight free throw attempts in the first quarter, getting to the spots he wanted to. When they dip under, he was shooting from three. He was kind of playing his brand of basketball. The other thing we talk about Bam defensively, Jimmy defensively in that first half was clicking. Best defensive game he's played all season. And that's usually what we see around this time of year. This is when he kind of seeds that uptick. But the f- <laughs> I've been saying it for the last two years that I think they remember I like I would joke around and say they need a fight. I would be like, you know, like kind of joking, but it's not really a joke. Like they needed this. Like they need that type of fire because this team feeds off this. Like, did you see Eric Spolstra after the fight happened? Like he is like literally stomping his foot into the ground 500 times up and down that court because he wanted this win. Like he really did. So it's like they just they thrive off of this energy. And I'm glad you hit on the part, Ethan, because this isn't Duncan and Jalen Brown. As much as we're talking about Duncan and it was a fun story, this is Jimmy Butler in the mix. This is something happening with your star player, the guy that leads you through playoff run after playoff run. You need to have that guy's back. And that's what they did in this game. And they stepped up for him with Thomas Bryant at the scores table. Get that man a game ball. Nikola Jovic having his back. You know, you have all these guys in the mix. It's just like you needed this type of game to kind of bring together, but the basketball is right behind it because they put it on, you know, performed on the court as well. 
Yeah, that's that's the big thing, Alex. I mean, it is, and none of this means anything if they don't win it. Um, uh, and then you know, you're talking about them blowing the 19 point lead, and all that. Uh, and and we promise we are going to get to the scuffle right here uh, as we go forward. But I want to I want to close the loop on Jimmy's play here a little bit, Alex, before uh, he went out because uh, Brady mentioned it. It's the defense that jumped out tonight with him. I mean, the offense, we know when he's, he's locked in that he's going to find certain spots. And I was surprised they didn't put Herb Jones on him uh, more, honestly. Um, you know, I, I thought that they would try to bother him with a little bit more length. He had his way. I thought that, you know, the, obviously the starting lineup from Spo worked. I mean, we, we talked about it a lot before the game, but they, they were plus what plus 20 with Jimmy, uh, you know, in the first half when he was actually playing, when he was off the floor, they were, they, they that's when they struggled uh, in the first half, but the starting lineup obviously freed him up to do certain things. And maybe that was part of the point of it. It also freed up Bam to be able to guard Zion because we talked about Jovic being overmatched by, uh, by Valanchunas, but at least there was a body there yep. on him, even though Jonas was doing things, but I just want to, we just talked so much about Jimmy, but it is, it is about Jimmy. Like I, I when he's, when he's got a guard like that and create turnovers, get in the passing lanes, they're different. Yep. And I, I know you guys have already talked about them enough, but to me, like Jimmy and Bam are all like, are, are just, you know, their two best players tonight were the reasons you pulled out this game. Right. Obviously Jimmy before he was, uh, you know, ejected from the game and then bam afterwards and, and bam, like Brady said throughout the whole game, I thought he had a great defensive game even, but you know, and, and somebody brought up in the comments how he was kind of getting out rebounded in the first half and he stepped that up big time in the second half. Leif brought that up earlier as well. And I, I agree, but as far as the, the defensive end, I thought bam was fantastic. And um, to your point, Ethan, Jovic, you know, he, he was, he was dealing with some trouble there with, with, uh, with Jonas and I feel like it, that's a it's a big difference between Jovic having to deal with Valanciunas and with Brooke Lopez who is out there spacing a lot right whereas Jonas is gonna is gonna get down there get good post position play physical all that and they were just kind of like okay that's a problem but we're going to take that because we need Bam to be out there on Zion and and taking everything away from the rim uh, from Zion, not that you shut him down completely, but I haven't even looked at Zion's stat line for tonight, but I thought they did a great job on him, right? Like there's, there's some of those that Zion is just going to get because he's a force of nature, physical beast, all of that. Um, but I thought nine Bam of did 22. a great job. Nine of 22. I mean, that's great. You know, for a guy who's pretty much all of his shots are coming in the paint and a guy who pretty much can just score over dudes, even if the, the, the paint defense is there, that's fantastic. And, and it matches the eye test because, um, I thought Bam was great there. I thought he did a great job plugging up the holes on defense. And like you said, uh, Jimmy was just kind of doing his thing, going back to that high-level defense that Jimmy plays where he's gambling out there. And, man, that is – when you see it, it's like, oh, man, they've been missing this, man. Like, they really miss that extra level of defensive playmaking because it's like you can – you know, you can be on a string throughout an entire possession and then a team makes a tough shot. But if you're out there and, like, those occasional – steals getting out in the passing lanes and just timing it right getting the easy transition buckets galvanizes the team and and it's i really do think um and we've talked about it plenty it's the indicator that jimmy's trying and i think we were seeing this stuff ramp up before the all-star break and you know it's it's that time of year folks springtime is almost here and jimmy is looking good like they're a different team when they play into that defense into offense identity and i, I really do think that's what uh, set them apart tonight. They allowed 37 points combined to the Pelicans in the second half. I, I really mm -hmm. thought like that's 
that's kind of it right there. And then the other huge number tonight was uh, the Heat hitting about 45% of their threes and the Pelicans hitting 25. So they kind of played right into the Heat's game plan. It's like we're going to shut off all of those paints, uh, mm-hmm. paint points for you and, you know, get those threes up. And the Pelicans just frankly don't have that many shooters. Mm-hmm. I, I think it played right into the Heat's plan. And of course, Jordan Hawkins uh, ended up taking 17 shots. And again, McCollum yeah. was out. Ingram was out. We need to state that they were they were a little bit uh, shorthanded tonight for sure. But I, I'm not going to take anything away from you. You're talking about hostile environment. So let's get to it um, when we'll get into it. This is going to be the aggressive insurance by Lynette play of the night. And now it's time for the Insurance by Lynette Play of the Night, sponsored by insurancebylynette.com and A Aggressive Insurance Agency. You can reach out to our friend Lynette at 954-581-8800. That's 954-581-8800 or insurancebylynette.com. That's insurancebylynette.com with two N's and two T's. Your best play for auto insurance, homeowner's insurance, condo insurance, life insurance, or a retirement program reach out to Lynette at insurancebylynette.com. And we appreciate Lynette being on playback with us all night and here as well. Um, Comment here from uh, Joseph Blanco before we go forward on this. After Zion's free throw, after Jimmy got ejected, he never scored again. So on one side, you had Bam taking over. You had Zion shrinking that was pretty much the story of the game there. But let's get to the scuffle itself because uh, we got and then we'll obviously get to the significant injury, which we are going to handle here before uh, the end of the show. Um, Jimmy gets ejected. Uh, Thomas Bryant steps up. <laughs> I guess he got his minutes tonight. Uh, <laughs> Najee Marshall obviously was in there. Alvarado was in there. Alvarado was shadow boxing like our guy Brian Fonseca uh, over by the uh, over by the tunnel afterwards. Jimmy's egging on the crowd. I will say this, Brady, it's not that Spo was angry. Spo loves this shit. Um, this is exactly what he wanted uh, for this team at this time, and it's almost validation for Jimmy going full tilt. It's like Jimmy cared tonight. And this is why you want him to play with this edge because he played with this edge. And then obviously it extended into something else. Uh, and then we saw guys like Hawkins and, and, and Caleb, who we're going to talk about a little bit, who I thought both did a really good job defensively down the stretch, but as well as, as well as Haywood did. But I, I guess let's get to what the repercussions of this could be as we try to first, let's try to describe it. Can somebody sort of say, we haven't had a chance to review the whole thing. Does anybody want to kind of get into exactly what happened here? Greg, what did you see? It, and do you think looked, Jimmy will face further punishment or anybody else will face further punishment? It's tough because Zion got fouled and it looked like he felt like he was fouled harder than he actually was and overreacted a little bit. And then that created the scuffle. It did look like Jimmy made the initial contact and then there was more forceful contact coming back at him. Um, the thing that I'm worried about is that it had to do with neck or like above the, above the, whatever, the shoulders. So like that may come into play. I hope that there's no suspensions cause that would be super whack. Um, but then after that, it just turned into an all out, like Jimmy trying to chase him down, didn't get his hands on him. Uh, everybody holding everybody back. And then a side scuffle happens. I'll, I'll never forget when a side scuffle happened with Keith Askins when the Hawks and the Heat played in the playoffs many years ago. Side scuffles are bound to happen. This was another one where Alvarado was on the side by Bryant. I did not get to see what fully happened, but it appears as if maybe a punch was thrown. 
Um, and, uh, and we'll see what happens there. And then, you know, there's the bravado in the tunnel and stuff like that. But you know what? To your point, all that is good for this team. They need a reason for being, and this is a reason for being. You're going to slap them in the face. They're going to show up. And so I, I think ultimately, even if there is a game or or somebody left a bench and, and is suspended or somebody suspended a game like Jimmy is, um, although I I I'm, I think that they're going to probably just let this one go. Uh, it's worth it. So just for people who don't know the schedule, they, they have uh, two days off. They have the weekend off. They're actually supposed to fly to Sacramento tonight. And then they get the back-to-back with Sacramento and Portland. Uh, we'll have your moleskin notebooks ready for you. In fact, we may give one of those away. So it's $19 on Amazon. So I think that's going to be a gift for somebody on our off-the-floor Discord server. Uh, we'll give away those notebooks that Woj loves so much. But uh, I, I I don't think there's going to be additional punishment. I, I just, and I'll have to look at it again. But uh, Bam was the one I was worried about, to be honest. Um coming off of the bench and i i don't think that he's gonna get sanctioned for what actually happened it looked like he was far enough back sometimes they could be a little ticky tack about uh you know about uh, you know being a a half foot ahead um it looked like the heat uh assistants did a good job of keeping those guys on the bench at least long enough so we'll see. They've been through this before. Remember the Denver situation a couple of years ago, obviously with uh, with Markeith Morris and and with uh, and with uh, and with Jokic. Um, so I don't think there'll be additional punishment here. I mean, d- d- Brady, Alex, from where you saw, do you think we're looking at anything? Because I mean, you don't want to be without Bam against Sabonis on Monday. I'll, I'll just say that, or obviously Jimmy uh, against a very good Sacramento team in their building. I was going to say that, I mean, I'm not sure exactly what the rule is because I know it's about clearing the bench, but, like, what is the the limit there? Because, like, like even, like, Jovic and Thomas Bryant toward the scorer's table, like, that's not clearing the bench, right? Like, that's still on the sideline, so I don't think that's involved there. But, like, I don't know. There was there was a lot of little things. It, it felt like it was something that, like, the, the refs were just going to focus on the main four when something that chaotic goes down. Yeah. That, like okay, we'll we'll circle back later for the rest. So that's the, I think the thing that we're all going to keep an eye on to make sure that doesn't swoop in on a guy like Bam. But uh, I mean, they just handled the main things and then obviously let them finish it. But I mean, hey, they'll take that even that little minor edge because they were not winning that game without Bam. If they threw Bam out as well, oh man, it would have been over. Like so, so that was kind of a. a especially because she didn't have thomas bryant available uh to jump in there and and take bam's minutes and orlando robinson was actually not available tonight either so you were kind of out of bigs k love was having to do everything himself uh i i I see this comment from geo here and i kind of agree i I, that's the one concern i don't think it's jimmy i think it's bam and it was it's the comment is bam took a couple steps onto the court the only thing i'm nervous about and so we'll see Uh, and again the 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 officials will the league will look at it what's that i'm a little bit unsure man i mean i'm not uh, as far as like people who stepped out onto the court, I wasn't, I didn't really see that part. So I, I don't know about that. But as far as like the actual fight, I don't know what the rule is, but hands were on necks, multiple hands on multiple necks, and then Alvarado threw a punch. And then uh, the fact that it turned into like a second and third scuffle, like I'm, I wonder if the league is going to, is going to do something about it where like one guy from each team gets suspended. I mean, it could be, I mean, I don't know if I'm crazy, but like, it, it could it be three guys if, if it's, Marshall, Jimmy, and Alvarado, all the guys who basically put their hands on somebody else, 
get suspended. I don't know if that's like be. a lot. I know it's not David Stern's league anymore. Sometimes they say they say as long as the ejection occurs, sometimes they'll let it go. I I do think, and I know this is crazy, but I do think when it happens matters. And over the weekend, I kind of feel like the league just might throw this one under the rug. Uh, You're saying it's a Friday news dump? Uh, right, exactly. Let everybody, let everybody talk about Golden State and the Lakers on Monday morning again and just uh, let that be the end of it. I mean, thankfully, you know, Steve Kerr just got the biggest uh, per-year extension uh, in history, right? He just beat out Spo. So that, that was kind of the Friday news dump uh, before that. I think most of our, our viewers here uh, – Say just fines, uh, never no suspensions, and I'm not, I'm not gonna read that comment that just came in on the screen. Uh, so we'll we'll go forward with that. All right. Um, I do want to before we get to the uh, the injury report here, which is uh, significant, we have to get into it. Uh, but I just wanted to comment on a couple of the other role guys that played uh, tonight because I, you know, obviously it wasn't just Bam, and you know some of these guys made major contributions. I mean, K Love. Was one of six, uh, but he did have eight rebounds in 17 minutes, uh, and really competed. I, I thought Duncan six of 14, five of 11 from three. Uh, we talk about how he struggled a little off the bench. He may not be on the bench on Monday. We'll see. Uh, 17 points tonight, and uh, and also Duncan. Um, I, he gets in the middle of these things, man. Like I, yeah. <laughs> just, I mean, he, he's been on one lately. Like we talk Love about it. salty Tua with the Dolphins. Like these been salty Duncan lately. Like and uh, with the exception of the interview he did with Brady the other day, which uh, people should uh, check that out on our off the floor uh, as well. Um, Caleb, I thought I thought defensively, Caleb really performed well in the fourth quarter. Like we we talked about it, uh, Greg. It's kind of like him trying to find his role. Like sometimes we talk about on playback, we're like we're not exactly sure that he knows what he's supposed to be doing out there. Yeah, with certain groups here, but the one thing he can do that they will take any time is guard his ass off. If he'll if yeah. he'll just do that. Like I feel like enough of those little you know layups around those weird layups that he takes and all the rest yeah. of that the slashing Move off ball the closeout, guard his ass off. That's it. Like just do that. Like he did at the end of the game, and I think it'll be effective. Um, you know, or at least important for them. I thought Highsmith had some good moments defensively as well, and actually um, made a couple of big shots there at the end. And then let, let's talk about Jovic real quick here, uh, Brady, Alex. So let's let you guys jump in on that. He started. He played 21 minutes. He got multiple stints in the first half. Um, in the second half, he had some really good moments. Yes, I did fix my mic. Thank you. Uh, the second half, he had some really good moments, and then he had the shacked and a fool moment, uh, and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Brady, Alex, your your thoughts on Jovic's performance and whether he should continue to start? Well, I'll circle back to the game in a second, but I'll say the starting part, he 100% needs to start now moving forward because the the, the injury we're going to hit on after this this next segment is a big part of it. Terry Rozier still being injured is a big part of it. They have less guys now that need the ball in their hands. Nikola Jovic is in a prime position now uh, to be in that spot. Like the, he just is. And I looked at a game like this that I thought there were certain points. We've said over and over, he's a guy that needs to have the ball in his hands. He just does. Like there was, there was moments when, and I'm not even saying like, like Tyler Hero needs the ball in his hands or Jimmy or Bam needs the ball in his hands. I'm saying like Kevin Love, like, Look at the role that Kevin plays when he's in the offense, when he's the hub at the top of the key. There was the play from – which was another one, Ethan, that we were talking about could have been the play of the night at the time. But it was uh, Jovic kind of – Tyler sets the back screen for Jimmy. Jimmy goes around it. 
Jovic over the top and it's a lob for Jimmy. And it's like, those are the actions that love usually has with Jimmy because they put him in those spots. And it's like, you, you got to utilize Jovic in that way and be able to kind of maximize his ability, maximize his playmaking, maximize all of that. Um, so to answer your question, yeah, like I, I've been a proponent of him starting no matter what, because I think he's a, he's a 20 year old that is going to have down games. He's going to have a, a three point game like he had today, but you have to just roll with the punches a little bit, not to say that on a night like tonight, roll with the punches, but you got to roll with it a little bit to kind of through the bad games, let him figure it out. And now, you know, he's going to be in a position where they're going to need him even more. So I thought he was fine. And the last thing I'll say, cause I should have hit on this earlier. I thought he was really good defensively. Like I, I just did. Like I thought there were certain moments when the rotations, he, this is a team that I thought he did not have an easy matchup. Like he had a tough matchup for him specifically, like going out the gate and guarding Valanciunas with that type of physicality and the, the size that he that he's dealing with. And I thought he stood strong in the post. Like, Valanciunas got some buckets on him, but, like, he made it really tough for him. And then there were times I thought he was active with his hands and that he was good on rotations. And he's he's not as handsy as he once was. I thought he's he's just improved defensively. So, 100%. They got to keep him in this role and, and just keep letting him learn. I actually want to go to you after this because I, I I want you I want to work this this stuff in together a little bit. Uh, so let's get to it. Let's get to the uh, the Eric Rubenstein injury report. And now it's time for the official five on the floor injury report, sponsored by our friend Eric Rubenstein, the personal injury attorney, born and raised in Lauderdale, Florida, lives in Miami, went to St. Thomas. He's a South Florida guy and a huge Miami Heat fan. But the important thing is he can help you get your money that you deserve when something happens to you. So reach out to our guy, Eric Rubenstein. Again, ericrubenstein.com or ask about me. I got you on Instagram. And now, the injury report. Sorry about that. I'm seeing some of the comments here. Duncan Lambeer Robinson. Uh, <laughs> Duncan Mahorn Robinson. Uh, some of that stuff that's out there. All right, let's get to the serious part of the night here. I'll, re- I'll read this comment uh, from Mike T because it's kind of funny, and then we'll get to the Injury report, which is not so funny. Alvarado looks like the dude that hangs out at the basketball court in Miami Lakes. Yeah, right right near Shula's stake, too. That nobody wants to pick up because he's going to F up the vibe and take bleep way too serious yeah, SMH. With long shorts <laughs> on. <laughs> long shorts. All right. Uh, let's get to the injury report. Um, Tyler Hero started the game hot. Uh, made his first four shots. Was in rhythm. And then he missed 10 of his next 12. And we were talking about it on, or eight of his next 10, I believe. And we were talking about it on playback that, you know, it, it, sometimes he's trying for like the kill shot when they're behind to kill a run. And, and it just doesn't go very well most of the time and then kind of makes the run worse. Um, and he made some mistakes down the stretch, but I also felt they needed to get him back in the game because they needed, but one of the things we haven't talked about here is I thought Eric Spolster had a rough first half, actually, uh, mm. rotation wise. I, I did not understand the no bam, no Jimmy, no Tyler lineup, which essentially gave away the first lead. Uh, and, uh, I, I don't think you can go out there without a playmaker. And I felt like he should have kept Jimmy out there with the four subs when he did that later, they were better. And I also felt if you were going to have Jimmy out there, you should have to have Tyler out there, but anyway, they won the game. So we didn't end up focusing on it quite as much as we would have, but I never want to see that again. I just, I, I never, well, they don't have Rozier. I don't want to see the no 22, 13, 14 lineups. It's just get one of them out there. Okay. Amen. Uh, but Tyler at the very end of the game, 
did he hyperextend it? Did he mm-hmm. bang it? Like what, what happened to the knee? And we know the narratives are going to start here again, but nobody wants to see him out for any extended period of time. What, what did uh, Alex, what did you see there? What do you, what do we think? Honestly, I'm not sure what happened. Um, and I'm, I'm not sure it didn't look great at first. Um, and non-contact, know- right? I'm not sure. That's the thing. I was trying to watch it there. We were watching it on playbacks. You know, you guys, as I always say, check it out if you have it. Playback.tv slash 5RSN or download the app. Come hang out and watch the game with us for free. Anyways, I I, I really couldn't tell. I I didn't get a good enough chance to look at what happened, but they're going to miss Tyler a lot. And now it's going to be interesting to see, like, uh, what Spo does with the rotation. Uh, And, yeah, I, I I don't feel great about it, though. Well, all right. Here, here's the first part of this. Um, there, there's the there's the basketball part, and there's the narrative part. Okay, so let, let's let's address the basketball part first. The basketball part is you're finally healthy, other than Rozier and Richardson. You've added Delon Wright, who did not play tonight, but you figure that they're getting him up to speed, so he can play. Terry made the trip. Josh made the trip. I heard Terry's going to play on the trip. Josh probably yeah. won't play on the trip. So I think you'll see Terry at some point here. I don't know if it's going to be the Sacramento game or it's going to be the Portland game or it'll be at the end of the trip. Uh, that nightmare is close to the trip in Denver. But I do think you'll see Terry at some point uh, as we go forward here. And that mitigates this a little bit because you can make, you know, unless unless you have a minutes restriction on Terry, you can basically put him right back in the starting lineup, right? So let let me go with this. If they end up putting, let's say, let's say that that uh, that hero is out uh, for the rest of the trip. Let's and we're speculate, purely speculating at this point. Okay, so don't aggregate anything we don't know. But if he's out for the rest of the trip, Alex, I'll go to you first on this again. What do you do? So it, you, if if Rozier is is healthy enough to play and start, you put Duncan back in at the two. Absolutely. With what? With with Jimmy Jovich put Caleb back on the bench? Is that the way you would go? I don't mind that. Um, obviously, it depends on what happens with Jimmy as well, like if he gets suspended. <laughs> uh, my preference is always to keep one more um, point of attack guy out there in the starting lineup. You know, not that I, I, I'm opposed to Jovich playing or anything like that, but that's just the way, you know, that's my personal preference. But I know I've I've become very familiar with that. Uh, with the layer of, well, if Jovic doesn't start, he's not going to play. So if starting means he plays, go ahead and start him. Uh, I just hope to see some DeLon minutes out there. And, you know, maybe before Terry gets back, because if, I mean, th- this would be the time for him to really get some playing time. So I'm hoping it, I'm hoping we see some of him. But like you're saying, let's say if Terry were to be back next game, I wouldn't be surprised if DeLon didn't play because he could just kind of put Terry right into the role that Tyler was playing tonight and I, yeah, I'm expecting Duncan to start and um, yeah, I mean, shit, now was the time, right? Now was the time to play the lawn. And if, if they hadn't signed the lawn, I would probably be advocating for a Williams to play right now. Cause it's like, it's, you know, it's three of your guards guard room out there. So there's a lot of different ways that spoken go about it. I don't know if like the Jovic starter thing has become like his answer to the two big lineups permanently. I don't know if it's just a regular season thing. And we kind of went over this a little bit in the uh, rotations pod last week, but, um, but we've seen it, we've seen it done more recently and I'm interested to see if it's a matchup based thing or not. Um, but you can go about it a few different ways. I'm just, 
I, I wish Spo would play ten in the regular season, man. I always do that. It's it's my personal preference. Not gonna do it. I know, but a deep team and you just signed the law, right? Like it would be nice to get him out there, get him acclimated, but whatever. He's By the way, he's playing nine now and he's playing seven and a half later. We know that. I I I guess I guess the question then becomes if okay, so let's say Rozier's not back yet. Okay. So let's just Brady, let's just take the Sacramento game. You don't really have to play two bigs against the Kings. Um, right? They're starting, they're not starting a big four. No. Um, you, you got to control Keegan Murray. You got to control Fox. Obviously, you got to deal with Sabonis. So, if Rozier is not back, it seems pretty simple. You just plug in Duncan for Tyler, right? And then that's it, right? You just you you leave Caleb and Jovich out there with again, assuming Jimmy and Bam are not suspended, which that throws everything into flux if that's the case. In that specific scenario that you just threw out, I think DeLon starts for Caleb. I think they put Duncan in for Tyler and DeLon in for Caleb, and they say, DeLon, wow. go guard De'Aaron Fox. Like, that's just – and if there was a matchup for it, it's that. By the way, before I discuss this more, like, imagine what DeLon is thinking right now. He's like, this heat culture thing is no <laughs> joke. Like, the first game he's watching on the sideline and just watching this go down, like, that, I just can't imagine that. But – uh, well, Terry Rozier came to Miami and he thought he was still in Charlotte because they kept losing right yeah. over and over and over. So they, at least he said at least they didn't react the same. He said <laughs> they don't like losing here. They liked lose or they didn't care over there. <laughs> but I do. I so think I, that they, that's the way they would go. I think they would. I think this that would be the type of scenario when when you have all these guy, type of guys out in that specific scenario, you just you could throw a guy like Delon in the fire, especially because. They're not asking him to do a lot offensively. Like they're they were probably not gonna ask him to do a lot offensively anyway. But they like just go be annoying, go guard the go guard Fox. And as he said at practice the other day, like that's literally his whole career what he's been asked to do. Like randomly, like that we talked about that Hawks series a few years ago against Miami. Like he wasn't playing that whole season. The Hawks just told him against the Heat, they're like, go, go bother, go make Tyler's life difficult. That's what they told him. So it's a similar scenario. Like he's done this before. So I think it's possible. I think it's possible he could start. He was actually their most efficient guard in that series against the Heat, too, offensively, uh, even with the other guards uh, that they had. All right, so, Greg, I, I guess let's get to the narrative part of this with Tyler because uh, that's the other that's the other part of this. There's so many variables to all of this, and I, I know people are talking about Alondis Williams can play. I mean, the Heat have a lot of potential options that they can go with here, but we've discussed this over and over. Um, this is a make-it-or-break-it year for Tyler Hero with the Miami Heat. Like, it just yeah. – it just is. We said he had to perform in the playoffs last year. He had the unfortunate situation. It just seems to be one thing or another. And we know Pitchfork's going to be out and everybody's going to be like, okay, see, see again, see, he's brittle. See, he's this. I tend to attribute these things to freak injuries. I just, I don't, totally. I don't think it's that he's not conditioned. When, when I talk about a guy being injury prone, it's because a guy is not in condition, doesn't put in the work to get conditioned. Those kind of guys are frustrating. Like if Zion is in, is injured a lot, it's, it's his fault. Okay. Like, I don't think like, right. Like, I don't think it's Tyler's fault. No, he's that working the, his It's ass his off. fault when he makes bad turnovers or he takes bad shots to end run to try to end runs. But I, this whole thing, we see this here in the in the in the comments, Mister Glass. It's I not mean, his fault. Hyperextending a knee, stepping on a foot, diving for a loose ball, like I, this 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 just shit that happens on the basketball court. But you and I both know that's not how it's going to be portrayed. No, and unfortunately, although it's just kind of freak stuff, 
what happens is, is that as you add all that up, eventually, if you don't get a playoff run, because all this doesn't matter. If he's healthy in the playoffs and he plays well in the playoffs, then no one cares what happens in the regular season. He'll be here. So availability in the playoffs is what they're all, what we're all looking for. And so we still have time to see that. So I'm not getting overly making firm declarations on his health yet. Like um, some people were saying he walked to the bench and or walked back to the locker room and looked fine. So let's just wait and see what they say and um, wait for him to play in the playoffs. And we know it's a make or break year. So, but that make or break was always going to be about what he does in the playoffs. So for me, uh, layoff Tyler. Let let's just have him well for the uh, for the sixteen game stretch in the postseason. Here's what I hope, and then we'll close. We appreciate everybody joining us on the live tonight. By the way, we're going to try to go live on all the road games the rest of the way. The home games a little trickier because Brady, Alex, and I are at the games. We want to go straight at the buzzer. So, uh, but Greg may do some of those as well. We're gonna uh, we're gonna see how that goes with with guys like Brian and Sean and Eternal and others, uh, Matt, who've been in the mix here with us this year. Um, this is what I hope, though. Tyler knows the narratives. Uh, Tyler also knows that if Duncan comes in right now and starts lighting it on fire again as a starter, which he was doing before he got put on the bench, that that noise is going to get louder. He probably will because Duncan's kind of on one right now. Uh, I just hope he doesn't rush it, honestly. And I, I know fans are going to go the other way. You know, he needs to get back on the court. I just hope he, if, if he did injure himself in some way tonight, I hope he doesn't rush it. Because you're right, the playoffs are what matter for him. They are. And uh, they have enough bodies to carry them forward to the playoffs. But uh, ultimately, his future is going to be determined by what happens from about April 15th forward uh, this year, from about tax day uh, forward. All right. Thanks to everybody. Um, for all the comments uh, tonight, we appreciate it. Make sure you sign up for the Discord off the floor. Make sure that you check out our next watch party. It's going to be at Rock Esports. We mention that all the time. Rock Esports Lounge in Palmetto Bay. We're actually going to do the 2K tournament prior to the game this time. It's actually an 8 o'clock start against OKC. So as we get closer to that game, that's a big game. So get the 2K tournament out of the way because uh, that's going to be a tough a tough game for the Heat under any circumstances, uh, playing against Shea and uh, and the rest of them uh, in uh, in that building. But we're going to have some fun beforehand. So check it out. Thanks to Greg. Thanks to Brady. Thanks to Alex. Thanks to Rocky Sports Insurance by Lynette.com and Eric uh, Rubenstein.com. We'll be back tomorrow. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Reason Sports Network. After all, someone needs to listen to my dad. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, 
making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Is your wallet a little lighter than usual after the holiday season? Consider it money well spent because you deserve to live your best life and the Chime checking account wants to help you live yours to the fullest. A little extra money goes a long way, which is why the Chime checking account has tons of benefits that millions of members love, like fee-free overdraft up to $200 for eligible members, no monthly fees, and access to over 60,000 easy-to-find and fee-free ATMs. You even get paid up to two days early with direct deposit, all while managing your money on the go, including sending and receiving money fee-free with friends that aren't even on Chime. Sign up for Chime today for you and your wallet. Get started at Chime.com goals 24. That's Chime.com goals 24. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Access to direct deposits up to two days early depends on the timing of the submission of the payment file from the payer. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal fees may apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.